Alright everyone, welcome to uh, the Desert Island Podcast. It's a very special edition of the Desert Island Podcast, one of our favorite things to do um, for you know with our friends, but now in podcast form, we've done it before, we're going to go down the list of the gentlemen for the upcoming season, season 11 of ABC's The Bachelorette. Sean, initial thoughts. How are you feeling before we before we start this this journey? Jesus Christ, that's a very good way to put it. So I, I didn't even count how many men are there twenty twenty some odd men. Yes, we've you know we've we've looked at their profiles on the ABC website. Uh, it's about eleven o'clock on a Thursday night now, and we are we're just fixing to tear into them. So let's let's get going. So Ben H, we're both high on Ben H. <laughs> so I have a question about Ben H. Okay. Um, software salesman from Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado, yeah. Has a tattoo. Favorite movies? Mm-hmm. The Sandlot, 500 Days of Summer. Uh-huh. So far, movie, so good. A movie close to both of our Yeah, hearts. we like both of those movies. Crash. Crash. Which Crash? Which Crash? And it's funny that this comes up now, because we have Crash from 2005, that both, uh, we both think is a bad movie. Yes. And Crash from 1996... Which one of us really likes, and the other one does not like at all. Correct. And I don't... I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I, I love Crash from 1996, the Cronenberg film. But is that... I don't necessarily know if it's one of my favorite movies. I like it. I think it's a good work of art. But if I'm filling out my Bachelorette questionnaire... Am I going to put the sex car crash movie in there? Exactly. Yeah. If you are going to tell someone a potential suitor about yourself, you probably would not put one of my favorite movies is about the fetishization of death and injury via car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably not that crash. Right. So what he's trying to do here is say, hey, I'm not a racist, but... (laughs) That's a bad movie, and it deals with race in a very poor way. Maybe. And now that now that I'm now that we say that, it's exactly I should have seen John's face because it's very clear what he's doing with his profile now. It's yeah. If you could have lunch with one person, it would be Nelson, Nelson Mandela. Mandela. <laughs> and and I I used to like when I first read this, I was like, oh my god. He's pandering, this is annoying, this is obnoxious. But then I saw the other guys, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm in (laughs) on Ben H. So yeah, Nelson Mandela, he was punished and enslaved, but showed grace and mercy in the end. He is a legend, and his grace is something I would like to model. Hmm. And then he uses the phrase man cave in the next sentence. Yeah, and I want to talk about the last sentence of his, it's, if you could be any superhero, which one would you be? I have a lot of problems with a lot of the guys' answers on this, but he says, Batman, he is a badass and has an awesome man cave. First of all, no, it's a bat cave to hang out with his friends in. Batman, you are becoming Batman. It's not you as Batman. You get to be Batman. Right. Batman doesn't bring people back to hang out in the bat cave. Batman has one yeah. or two friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Alfred and like if Robin's around. Exactly. And then whoever like his lady friend is at the time. Right. He doesn't bring anyone back. Right. Superman doesn't even go in there. That's right. Don't at me if Superman does go to the man. <laughs> Somewhere out there, Michael's going to at us. <laughs> Michael or Luke. 
Uh, so you want to go ahead and move on to the next bin? Yeah. Ooh, I hate... This is a heavy, heavy crop of, like, duplicate names. Names that are way too close to each other. The worst is not the duplicate names, and we'll get to this. Yeah. Let's it's not... names that are the same, but spelled differently. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's going to help me... No. <laughs> let's focus on duplicate names right now. Ben Z. He's 26. He's a fitness coach from San Jose. Um... So, his biggest date fear is falling for someone that doesn't feel the same way. That's not a date fear. It's not a date fear. That's a, it's trash. That's a garbage date fear because that's not... No one's expecting you to right. fall for them and, you know, it's not a rom-com. It's like a first date. It's yeah. a first date. It's fine if it goes a little shaky. Yeah. Like the explosive diarrhea guy. That's, he's stupid, but that's an appropriate answer. For yeah, yeah, question. yeah. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. Here's my thing about Benzi. Mm-hmm. This, this answer is ridiculous. What is the most outrageous thing you've ever done? Oh my god. I can honestly say I'm working on that part. I've only recently started to be more outgoing. I used to be pretty reserved and calculated, and I'm excited to do more things. What do you mean? <laughs> like, it just makes him sound like he's been sitting in a room eating saltines for 26 years. What do you mean you're excited to do more things? It, his greatest achievement is passing his personal training certification, which I guess great, great yeah, career achievement. Yeah, you know he should do more things. Yeah, yeah. I will say I like Benzie's shirt. Um, his it's, it's a nice shirt. Yeah. Um, do you think this is a written form or an interview? It's a written form. It has got to be a written. Form. Form. It, it seems like it. You know how I know that? Because they're typos. <laughs> because of the, there are typos, and because there's exclamation points. Yeah, yeah. But only like a few guys. But exclamation points. Yeah, so it's totally a written. It's probably form. like a Google form. Right, right. You send it out. Oh my God! How can we get access to that Google <laughs> form? ABC. And you know, you know what else I like about it? They don't really change the questions according to gender. They just nope. kind of use the same ones every year. They wrote that in like. 2003. Yeah, yeah, it's been the same ever since. You got anything else on Ben Z? Nope, let's go on to Bradley. Bradley. Oh my goodness here. What do I have for Bradley? So, his favorite movies are are questionable. When we're talking about you are filling out a form to, Mm -hmm. you know, this is not just objective truth. This is trying to pander. His favorite movies are The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. For what reason? You know what I mean? Do you like, do you like the statement it makes about you know the, the financial crisis and how this guy got off and or do you like that it just glorifies his shitty behavior? And I'm leaning more towards the latter. For someone who's an international auto shipper, exactly. He probably has played midget darts. <laughs> um, his second movie is not a movie at all. No, it's Will Ferrell movies. It's a collection of movies. So like what? Which vary wildly in yeah. taste and quality. I mean, I don't know if he's just like real. Is he really into like old school, or is he talking about uh, freaking Stranger Than Fiction or Melinda and Melinda? And, and then, then Rain, Rain Man, misspelled. Right. It's Rain Man. Two words, not Rainman. I thought that said <laughs> Rashomon when I first saw it, and I was like. This is a weird profile. Other things I have for Bradley. Go ahead. Bradley, so it says Bradley's from Atlanta. Uh-huh. Shout out Atlanta, mate. Do you think Bradley's from Atlanta? That's a tough question. Because the way he looks, he could be... I think Bradley's from, like, somewhere else in Georgia. 
Okay, I'm going to read the answer to what is your greatest achievement. Okay. One for sure is graduating university. I was the first in my family. Mm-hmm. As well as getting a Division One tennis scholarship and becoming an All-American. So he doesn't say graduating college. Mm-hmm. Graduating university. Do you still think he's from Georgia? Mm. It's a solid point. It's a very solid point. But if you look at his next answer, if you could be someone else for one day, who would it be? Play an NFL game in Tom Brady's shoes. Good Lord. How appropriate. <laughs> Get a taste of what primetime football game would be like, then go home to Giselle. Uh, that's a gross way to end that sentence. But also, <laughs> um, why Tom Brady? I don't know. That's is it strange. Giselle? Is, it like, is that it, whole answer reliant on Giselle? And he just won Super Bowl. And that's yeah, that's true. He's that's just true. sort of the guy. The guy, yeah. The NFL. But like, you know, if he's from Atlanta, if he is from Atlanta, why wouldn't he say like Matt Ryan shoes? Julio Jones. I'd even take Tony Gonzalez a couple years ago. <laughs> well, Bradley is actually from Johannesburg, South Africa. So you've done some research. So I have done research. Okay, on you've done Bradley's. So yeah. university, and that's what I was getting at because mm-hmm. I knew he also he played tennis. The Division One tennis scholarship was at Kentucky. Kentucky, because that's one thing I had noted down. You can't just tease it out. Tell us where you play it. Right. Somewhere, yeah. You know, we get someone that shares that with us. So, and I think he's probably actually around 27, because his senior season mm. was in 2010. They're all a little older than they say. Um, he's kind of boring. Yeah. Um, but he'll have a South African accent, maybe. Yeah, and that'll be kind of sexy. Um, so, yeah, not, not much else to say about Bradley. So we move on to... Uh, Brady. Brady. Oh. oh, oh wait, I, had, I did have one more thing okay. I wanted to say about Bradley. Um, and it had to do with his last answer. Do you prefer a woman who wants to be pursued or a woman who pursues you? Too often, I think women like to be pursued, which is fair, fair, but I would love for a woman to turn the tables and bring her game to me. This answer to me makes me feel like he's a mansplainer. (laughs) In the way he looks, the tennis scholarship, he's probably going to be very mansplaining. He is. So, uh, we move on to Brady. Okay. My first note for Brady is, quote, Bono-looking motherfucker. He does look <laughs> Bono-esque. Um, I don't know what to make of what he's trying to do here. His, his, his get-up. He's got that weird stringy necklace. Um, he's a singer-songwriter... He's in Nashville, Tennessee. He's 33. Uh, can you guess what genre of music he likes to play? Uh, shitty? <laughs> I, I know, to be fair, I didn't get the chance to listen to anything, but it is uh, in that wonderful uh, uh, contemporary Christian vein. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a little... Uh, that's a bad sign. Oh, boy. But he did. I will give him props for his most outrageous thing he's ever done. That's not what they meant by this question, by the way. <laughs> Hit a grand slam in the ninth inning with two outs against Wichita State in the 2004 Collegiate Regional Championships when I was playing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. At least he, like, fully discloses everything. Yeah. And there's video of that online. He did play a few years in the minors. Uh, was not very good. Um... Played one, two, three, four, five seasons. 
uh, New Jersey, Quad Cities, Palm Beach. Quad Cities, really? Yeah. Huh. They have a nice stadium. Yeah, you been there? Yeah, it's right on the Mississippi River. Huh. So yeah, um, nothing nothing noteworthy. Um, it's alright. A nondescript minor league baseball career is a good fertile, thing to have on your resume. Fertile ground for bat. Yeah, especially if you go to an SEC school. Yeah, that's true. right. Uh, he really likes Chris Martin. He's yeah, really, he really into Chris likes Martin Chris Martin. Coldplay, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. Huh. And I like Coldplay's last few records. They're fine. All right. Let's move on. He does have a Franciscan as one of the people he admires. Oh. But it's also followed by that guy who was the, the pastor of a megachurch and stuff. See? Christian stuff. contemporary. Yeah. Nondescript mixing of influences. An indie music career that I'm absolutely passionate about. He's boring. I think that's a a running theme. <laughs> Should we move to Chris? My first thought about Chris was that he's already been on The Bachelor at, but I think that's just because he looks like every sort of person on The Bachelorette. Maybe the whitest teeth ever. It's not where I thought you were going with that, but yeah, he is a dentist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's Are those I, his real teeth? It's a good question. That would be a shocking reveal. Of like, <laughs> that's how he came out of the limo. Just pop those teeth yep. out. Uh, his biggest date fear is stupid. That is stupid. The girl tries to eat my food. No one's going to try and eat <laughs> your food. When was the last time you were with a person for the first time? And they're just trying to, you know, nibble on your plate. Ridiculous. Especially if they, are they, like, not going to ask before the time? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. If they, <laughs> if they ask, you can say no. It's okay. Oh, God. Um, he says, they ask him if he prefers hot spots or hot spot clubs or low-key bars. I feel like this is a loaded question, first and foremost. Um, and he says, hot spots are designed for attractive young women and unattractive old men. I like bars because it's where fun people go to meet each other. I don't know, that sounds pretentious to me. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, speech drained of all its substance. <laughs> so he said he's been on national TV in his underwear. What are the odds that that was at a sporting event? Um, you think it's a sporting event? or like I don't know, the, I'm asking uh, what the odds are. It's, I don't know. What was, where, where are you going to go with that? I was thinking like something, uh, a bad reality TV show. It's very possible, but I feel like I would have been able to find that. And I have not been able to find that. If you could be any superhero, which one would it be? I have problems with this answer, too. Yeah, Superman, because he can do so many cool things, but he also leads a normal life. Superman does not lead a normal life at all. No. Like, you have to carry the weight, like, like besides you know saving people and stuff, you have to carry the weight of knowing that you're going to outlive everyone you ever love. <laughs> Like, that's the first thing I thought of. It's a terrible answer. Also, I think I know someone who owns the shirt he's wearing, and I don't like that person. I don't like that shirt. It's no. way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Does, every once, you know, someone will wear something that doesn't fit in with the palette of the other shirts. He's wearing this bright, sort of aqua blue shirt. Yeah, it does not fit in with the, uh, with the tone of the rest of the, uh, the dudes. But I oftentimes find that that might help them, you know, like, like it's kind of a, you know, like oranges in The Godfather. Yeah, like this is like a sign that he might kind of make a deep run. We're hitting a uh, a solid run of V-neck T-shirts. That yeah, old yeah, yeah. Bachelor standby. It's a classic um, Bachelor standby. So let's go. 
to uh, V-neck T number one in Clint. Oh, Clint. <laughs> he's 27. He's an architectural engineer from Chicago. Oh, boy, this answer right here. If you could be someone else for just one day, who would it be? Chuck Norris, for yeah. obvious reasons. This makes me think Clint is closer to 37. Because that is a... He's trying to be yeah. cool and hip and make like an in-joke reference that is 10 years old. <laughs> Not quite 10 years old, but boy, it seems like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember making those jokes in, like, middle school. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he's another one I have marked down as boring. He's pretty boring. Um, what does being married mean to you? Being in a partnership with your best friend. And this is just like, that's low. That's like, you're again, we're pandering here. Yep. What are you doing? Just you half-assing your profile right here. So, we talked about using your movies as pandering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does everyone say Gladiator? Gladiator is, you know, Luke's favorite movie is Gladiator. That's right. Yeah, like, you know, that's our friend Luke. Shout out Luke, man. Um, it's a, I think it just like, when, when did it come out? 2001, 2002? I think yeah. it just hit like a really hard testosterone sweet spot for a bunch of men. Like it was like, it's because it's good. Like yeah. it's a good movie, but it also gives you like that, mm, you can hear me punching my hand. <laughs> I don't know. People love that movie. I mean, it's it's like it's a good movie. So you're like a a manly man, but but like he has good taste. Yeah, yeah. And he's got goodwill hunting, so he's he's thoughtful, thoughtful. And then Tommy Boy, because he likes to laugh. <sighs> I'm done with Clint. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, Corey. Here we go. You want to talk about the uh, the issue with Corey? Corey is 45 years old. <laughs> Corey looks like. Like a messed up Rob Lowe. He looks like he's from those Rob Lowe direct TV commercials. He's an investment banker from New York. We should note, this is Corey, C-O-R-E-Y. Corey with an E. Corey with an E. Um, I think Corey hates his job. So, what... Go on. <laughs> I was... His... The question, who do you admire most in the world? He says, no one in particular, but everyone who truly does what they love every day. Yeah. I'm fascinated yeah. by these people that choose to do what they love no matter what anyone thinks. Yeah. Yeah. This tells me that like his dad or somebody made him study finance in college, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now he's an investment banker and hates his job. Another, another hint to his age, right? He's, he's listed as 30, but God, listen to this sentence. If you could have lunch with one person, who would it be? The Dalai Lama. That's an enlightened cat. <laughs> Corey, my dude. Come on. That's an enlightened cat. Ugh. Do you want to move on to Corey without any? Oh, God. Do you have anything else on Corey with any? Oh, I just picked this up. I didn't notice this first go around. Tattoos. Yes. In parentheses. They're small. There needs to be more direction on that question. Yeah. Some people say one, one or two, two or however many they have. Some people just say yes. yes. And Corey some people, says they're small. I mean, I'm assuming most people interpret it right, but that could probably be interpreted like, do you like tattoos? Right. Yeah. But yeah, why does Corey feel the need to be like, don't worry, they're small? Shouldn't you be describing your tattoos too? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Like if you have like a, you know, a <laughs> giant bear on your arm, you know, like <laughs> let us know if it's something, you know. All right. Oh, Corey with Noe. Corey with Noe. C-O-R-Y. This man. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so besides the fact that Corey, to me, does not look like an attractive fellow with a strange chin thing going mm-hmm. on and weird eyes and possibly male pattern baldness, he has some problems. I, the first note I have written for, for Corey is transphobic. That's the same. <laughs> I have the same thing. Um, so his biggest date fear is finding out my date's really a dude. A, if you are on a date with a woman who says that she is a woman, she is a woman. <laughs> B, no one is trying to trick you. No one. That's not how this works. It's, <laughs> that's never how this works. There's, this, this is like a very, very, very specific circumstance. Like if he has never heard of RuPaul before, <laughs> and RuPaul is in drag and thinks this is going to be funny to pull a prank on him, then yes, okay, your date fear has been fulfilled. But no, that is, that's horrible. And that's his biggest date biggest fear. Date fear, yeah. Not like, you know, anything. Being robbed in the restaurant. Explosive diarrhea, which a lot of people say. Uh, throwing up. Your biggest date fear you, that you need to put on your batch profile is that you are afraid that your date is a dude. Ugh. He also looks a little bit like a giraffe. He does, yeah. He's um, from Texas, that's all I'm going to say uh, about that. Pearl in Texas. Um, he's 35, he's a residential developer. Um, this, this, and you know, this, this is another big turnoff for me here. If you could be someone else for just one day, who would it be? My younger self. A, not what that question asks. It's not what that, not what, not what they want out of you there. B, vanity. <laughs> or just full of regret. Yeah, that's possible too. Either way, not a good look. I mean, you know... If you, for just one day, it's not like you're going back to be your younger self and changing so many things. Like, unless you had a crazy, alter, like, life-altering experience on one single day that you could go back and change. But, you know, that question also means, like, if you could be someone else for one day, it'd be your younger self in the context of today. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like you're going back in time, Corey. Get out of here, Corey, with a Y. <laughs> C-O-R-Y, you're trash. Alright, so... This might be my least... He might be my least favorite of all of them. He's the, got the deepest V on his V-Night shirt. Too. Yeah. You know, if you notice, Clint, Corey, and... Corey with an E, and Corey with no E, their V's descended. You yeah. Know. Oh, Daniel. What? Okay, Daniel. What is going on with Daniel's outfit? Okay. Oh, God. Correct That's me all wrong. I have written down for yeah. Daniel is... What is going on with the outfit right Daniel here? Daniel has a what looks like a blue gingham shirt with a white collar, which I only really I'm only okay with the sort of accented collar and cuffs if you're wearing a coat. He is not. Mm-hmm. So we're getting unbuttoned. Um, his his facial hair is yeah. The what is the opposite of on fleek? Is it off know. fleek or is there another word for it? Because it's that. <laughs> it's that. It is. The, it's kind of all of his hair, really. Yeah, yeah. It's like greasy and slicked back, but. Do you remember that episode of Full House where Jesse's cousin comes to town, Stavros? <laughs> he reminds me of Stavros. Um, I, have, I have a sitcom reference I'm going to make, but it, it's too tough because I can't remember the name of the show, so I'm going to leave it. Okay. Um, I'll probably come back to it. Um, so the last time we had a fashion designer, which is who what Daniel is. Yes, Daniel is 28. He's a fashion designer from First Nashville. of all, Daniel's not 28. Yeah. Just, Daniel's 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, whatever age we say he is, go ahead and tack on about five. At least five years. He's got some wicked crow's feet. <laughs> uh, he is a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the last time we had the fashion designer, wasn't that the pants guy? Oh, it was J.J. the pants yeah. guy. Yeah, we hated J.J. No, he was terrible. Yeah. God, that makes me... You're right. That makes me hate Daniel even more. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I did not think about that. If um, you could be someone else for just one day. The Prince, Prince of, of Monaco. Monaco. Because he has a baller life. He has a baller life. I, I, I'm, I'm talking with my hands a lot here, people. <laughs> I wish you could... There was a way to, you know, make the my hands sound. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> Clap it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Yeah, Daniel is a mess. Um, his favorite movies are Big Fish, What Dreams May Come, and Old School. I don't have any comment on that. I just think that's an interesting three. His biggest date fear is a little... It says something about him, too. My date being dishonest and manipulative. It's a first date. Dishonest? You're not gonna know. B. Manipulative? What? What? What is she gonna have to do? How could you be manipulated on a date, like a first date like that? I I, I don't have an answer for that. You wanna move on? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Bottom three, for sure. Uh, David. David. So David is looks like the first of. What could maybe be a minority? Um, so uh, we all know that the Bachelorette has, and, and the Bachelor for that matter, has a race problem. And I think it's being really accentuated if the only minorities here are maybe he's a minority. <laughs> <laughs> I think it gets a little more clear. Yeah, there, no, there's a few for sure. But I mean, right. David is, yeah, this is, uh, I can't tell. Uh, again, not that it matters, it's just that The Bachelor and Bachelorette um, don't know how to deal with race, and it's, again, kind of gross. Um, so he's 26, he's a real estate agent who lives in Orlando, he's from, it's, you know, that's the thing, it says hometown, we need hometown and residence. Right. We need both of those questions, and I don't know why they don't specify. Um, I did notice, though, uh, I found it interesting, where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself running a successful real estate-based business that allows me to travel the world as often as possible. What is a real estate-based business? As in, I mean... Maybe he's trading real estate. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he's like a land investment company. Maybe he's not like a realtor. Yeah. Nothing to do. Like this, There's no chance that this is like a little B, little B reference. Real estate-based. Based. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That would be pretty dope. He would skyrocket to the top of my charts <laughs> if he was. Um, and then his, his one... If he could have lunch with one person, it would be Brad Pitt. So he can tell me some of his crazy stories and teach me a thing or two about charming women. If, you're gonna, if that's your criteria, yeah, which is questionable, but if that's your criteria, I don't think Brad Pitt's the first choice there. No, it's Clooney. He, yeah, it's got to be Clooney. Without right? a doubt. Brad Pitt's been out of the game longer. Right, he's married. Like, if you want to like talk about like marriage... Yeah, Clooney okay, has fine. great stories. Yeah, Clooney's got great stories. Uh, he's a little older. Yeah. You know, he was uh, he was on ER. I don't know if you like <laughs> ER, but he was on ER. Um, so, yeah, that's David. Um, he's, he's pretty boring, too. 
Okay, so here comes Ian, who is a minority. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But what does Ian do? What does Ian do? Ian is an executive recruiter. What is that? I have no idea. Like, that could... I, I literally recruit football players, like, for college. Like, does he work for USC or UCLA? Does he recruit executives for businesses? Is he just, like, an opened-in recruiter? Like, he can recruit anything you need him to recruit. And, like, you can call him in. He's, like, the executive recruiter. Well, I found a Huffington Post story about executive recruiting. Ah, HuffPo. Yeah. Oh, so he's, like, an agent. He's, like, a talent agent for... Like corporate executives, huh? So he living, huh? That's a very interesting job. Like, I mean, maybe not, but it sounds interesting, or or it's interesting because I've never heard of it. Would why do executives need need right? Why do executives yeah, yeah. need negotiators? You're stratified in the company, and you should just be moving your way up, right? Unless you you know jump. Or ship. even if you're jumping ship, like you are going to be a like a CFO of a, of a major a yeah. corporation. No one needs you don't to, you need can a, do your own contract. Right. Yeah. I guess you're just you don't want to have to mess with it, but that's what lawyers are for. I'm I question the validity of Ian's career. Yeah. Well, you know, I do like that Ian um in his uh if you could have lunch with one person, who would it be? Jimmy Kimmel. Smart, funny, family man, seems like a really good man. Just trying to get that date with Jimmy Kimmel, you know, because right. Jimmy Kimmel and and shout out to ABC <laughs> for hyperlinking Jimmy Kimmel when he typed Jimmy Kimmel. You go straight to the Jimmy Kimmel Live page. They should have made a bachelor bio for Jimmy Kimmel. Definitely should have. We need to get Kimmel on the podcast. We should get Kimmel. I think on the podcast. I think he'll do it. Ian also once made a clock. So yeah, cool. he he likes making things. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, neat. it's more personal. And who do you admire most in the world? Richard Branson. It's not, I mean, I think Richard Branson's like, does cool stuff. Yeah. He's not the one person I admire most in the world. He does fund uh, space stuff, so that's cool. Michael would like Michael it. would love it. Okay, Jared. Let's go to Jared. So Jared looks like a vampire. I was going to say he looks like a less attractive Brooks. Oh no! From a couple seasons ago. Not, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but like this is when you say less attractive, <laughs> much like less attractive. that is Brooks through a, you know, I don't even know what machine. <laughs> I was trying to think of a machine that Brooks could have gone through. To me, he looks like a a crappy middle aged vampire from the Twilight world. Yeah, like like not one that's in any of the cool vampire stuff that they do. I've seen like 20 minutes of Twilight. Um, like one that just like lives, like he's just around. So, okay. Yeah. Let's get into this. Some things about Jared. All time favorite movies. All time. The Social Network. Fine. Good movie. Crazy Stupid Love. I, uh, pandering. Yes. Pandering. pandering. There's 1978 Super Richard Donner Superman. What does that say to you? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> he, the, he, he watched it a lot when he was a kid. Yeah. Like without a doubt. Um... And I, because it's on his favorite movies list, it's not a bad movie, but that just does not seem like a smart strategic answer. No. No. Um, 
This is what I wanted to talk to you about, right? Because he is a restaurant manager right. from Warwick, Rhode Island. Okay. I'm assuming he could live somewhere else. And he might just be from Warwick, Rhode Island. But assuming he's still living in Warwick, what restaurant does he manage? Because, I mean, it's like a, it's a chain. Like, there's no... He, he like, operates a franchise. My first thought was Applebee's. Yeah, it was Applebee's. I was thinking, like, a Friday's. <laughs> like, Jared is totally the manager of a Friday's, and he bartends some nights and thinks he's super cool. <laughs> um, I feel bad for hating on Jared because he does volunteer at a week-long summer camp for children with cancer. Like Camp Smile, like many of our friends do, and they do great work at camps like Camp Smile, and you should support them if you can. But um, at the same time, I'm going to make fun of them. Oh, yeah. That's a, you're on The Bachelorette. We get right. to make fun of you. Um, so, yeah. His biggest date fear. He doesn't have any. Yeah. Again, that's, a, that's an unacceptable answer. Yeah, it's basically just putting not applicable. Right. Yeah. Terrible. Make something up. It's Anything. Fine. So, yeah, and he's also wearing a V-neck. Just, not that that matters, just figure we should keep count. Right. So, do you want to move on to JJ? Sure. I was looking at what TripAdvisor said was the best places to eat in Rourke. Rourke. See if I could guess. Um, there's one place just called Greg's Restaurants. Greg's. Yeah. This is Warwick, Rhode Island, Greg? Yeah, Carabas is number 26. He is totally that manager <laughs> of Carabas. I. <laughs> uh, he really is. I guarantee it. And his big night is, you know, when prom season comes around and Warwick High is having their big prom and all those kids are coming in to eat at Carabas. He is stressing out and pulling his hair out. That's why his hair is such a mess. You know, I went to uh, one of the proms I went to, we went to dinner at Carabas. Huh. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it, I'm not hating on Carabas. So, JJ. Uh, yeah. Move on to JJ. Like you said, you brought this up. The last person we had on that was a JJ was a pants designer, and he was trash. Right. I didn't like him at all. So um, JJ is a former investment... I don't like this JJ either, just to get that out there. Right. The open. He is a former investment banker. My first note is, fuck JJ. Not a job. Not the Former anything is not, not a, a job, job, guys. You don't get to put that. So, um... He's 32, six foot um, from Denver, former investment banker, not a job. This tells you the kind of person JJ is. What is the most outrageous thing you've ever done? I won $20,000 betting on college football and won on an onside kick. Come on, son. <laughs> you can tell he's, like, loaded. Yeah. And this is just something... Go ahead. So we know he's loaded. Yeah. But his biggest date fear... Okay. Wasting my time and money. He doesn't even fuck about time, first yeah. of all. Money on someone who is just using me for dinner. Which apparently, he's probably one of those people that gets on Tinder, and then like um, the girls ask for pizza, and then he sends them pizza. Yeah, yeah. Probably. He he totally is, and then he gets pissed when they don't want to like you know fool around. Robert Downey Jr. is his favorite actor. Yeah, and I like Robert Downey Jr. But. All right, he's he probably he probably really likes Robert Downey Jr. because he's Tony Stark. That's yeah. and I think I think you're going exactly where we should go with this. Uh, well, I'm moving on from the actor thing. Yeah, if you could have lunch with one exactly. person, who would it be? Uh-huh. Lou Gehrig. Fine. Yeah, my favorite baseball player, an it's, incredible man. Fine. Seems like an incredible person that lived in an era that, that I, I like. Liked. People do this all the time. In parentheses, it says the 20s and 30s. Do not conflate those two decades. Right. They were wildly different. Wildly different. Unless you're like JJ 
and have way too much money. <laughs> that, then it did not affect you at all, and you were fine. He, I'm surprised that he didn't put Wolf of Wall Street as one of his, one of his favorite movies. Exactly. Yeah. Because he definitely did cocaine on Wall Street. Yeah, J.J. seems like he's Mitt Romney's nephew. Also, go, <laughs> going back to the Lou Gehrig thing, Lou Gehrig is his favorite baseball player. Well, he's not from New York. Or he no, live in New York. no, but I, I'll give him slack on that because like, there is like a chance that maybe he knew someone with you know, ALS. Or, yeah, yeah, that occurred to me, but that's his favorite. He's an incredible man. Yeah, Great, yeah, yeah. fine. But your favorite baseball player is a guy... That's poor wording. ...who died 64 years yeah. ago? Mm-hmm. No, sorry, 74 years ago. Right. Yes, I, I agree with that. That's poor wording. Um, let, I, JJ probably doesn't even go to Rockies games. <laughs> you ready to go see uh, what um, Joe has to offer? Oh, God. Oh, oh. oh, I didn't even... <laughs> I just saw Joe on the list, and then I just looked at my notes and remembered who Joe was. Uh, Joe was 28, an insurance agent um, from Columbia, Kentucky. I got so fed up with Joe that I only wrote... Ugh. All right, here's my thing about Joe, right? Okay. I'm looking through his list. I'm, I'm reading it. His all-time favorite movies, oh, National okay. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Blind Side, American Sniper. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hilarious. Classic. Great. Blind Side, it's a fine movie. I liked it. Uh, American Sniper, I had some problems with it, but I, you know, I, don't, nece- I don't necessarily think it's a bad movie. Um... But I did notice that two out of those three movies are white savory, <laughs> and I thought to myself when I, I, I swear to God, I thought to myself after I said that, I bet he's the kind of guy that can't wait to get on the plane to upload his mission trip pictures <laughs> for his profile pic, and then two or three question downs, what is your greatest achievement to date? Being able to donate money to my sister's mission trip this past summer, <laughs> which totally implies that he went on the mission trip a few years ago. First of all, that's not that much of an achievement. Like, uh, I could donate money to your sister's mission yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. Like, she started like, an Indiegogo campaign, right. and I chipped in five bucks. Oh, God. But here's what I, you know, this is, this is a cringeworthy answer, right? Mm-hmm. What, where do you see yourself in five years? Honestly, that's too far ahead. No, it's not. Five years is like that. It is right around the corner. I'm a man that takes life one day at a time. If you look too far into the future, you'll ignore the present. No, have a plan. Like, it doesn't have to be comprehensive, but come on. You know, just have something together. Anything. Yeah. We're getting to that point of the podcast, right? Yep. It's just ugh, back and forth. He played uh, basketball at Tennessee Martin, I think. Oh, UT Martin? Yeah. Skyhawks. So, is that what they are? Yeah, I used to play with them on uh, College Hoops 2K8. Hmm. Yeah, the blue and orange. 2K8? Yeah. All right, so... Jonathan. Jonathan. I like Jonathan. I like Jonathan, Yeah, too. I like Jonathan's shirt a lot. It's, uh, you know, a, kind of a multicolored, checkered, plaid-type deal. Um, it's got a great smolder going on. Yeah, yeah. He's 33. He's an automotive spokesman from Detroit. Um, musical artist. Strong. Yes. And he does it he does it right. So he has um when you're writing your musical artist for me, um, to pander in the Bachelor or Bachelorette, you need to have one artist that you know that like is stereotypically associated with the opposite, like 
the person you're pursuing, say Sam Smith, like, oh, girls love Sam Smith. He's sensitive. He's, you know, got that sweet kind of, you know. And I like Sam Smith. I'm not saying that you can't not like Sam He's Smith. He's a crooner. He's a crooner, but, you know, that. so that checks that box off. You know, an artist that, you know, a big artist that, you know, you like, Snoop Dogg. Who doesn't like Snoop Dogg, right? And then you need one kind of low-key, semi-famous, under-the-radar artist, and he puts McConan, um, you know, club going up on Tuesday. So that's a great, like, a good, solid three musical artist. I was in on that. And he's also trying to make the paper. Because if you could have lunch with one person, who would it be? Warren Buffett. He is an extremely successful person, and I'd like to sit down and have him mentor me and let me in on wealth secrets. Keep getting them checks, Keep getting them checks, Jonathan. Um, I don't think I have anything negative to say about Jonathan. Uh, His superhero answer is kind of dumb like everyone else's. Yeah, but I think that this one is better than everybody else's. Yeah, he says Superman because he's good at everything and doesn't need the reward for helping people. That's why he turns back to Clark Kent, so fair enough. It's not he's a badass and has a man cave. Yeah. Or uh, he leads a normal life. Yeah. Which are two terrible answers. Right. Um, biggest date fears for a woman to have bad breath. That's a perfectly reasoned response. He considers himself a romantic. Use some exclamation marks. Uh, I think we have someone that we are really in on in Jonathan right Yeah. Now. So, yeah. It's a shame that he'll be eliminated he'll in like be eliminated the fourth episode. Yeah. First, I, I will go... I will say Jonathan is out within three weeks. I think that's probably fair. So you want to move on to Josh? Yeah. Josh is from Chi-Town, Chicago. Josh did musical theater in high school. <laughs> well, we, you know, you know he's a, he likes to dance. He's a law student slash exotic dancer. Yeah, this is this kind is of the drop-off. This is where we get into people. a very... In, he's 27 from Chicago. Chicago is very fertile bachelor-bachelorette territory. Um, do you want to get into this exotic dancer thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, he's not not handsome. Yeah, he's, I guess. he's like he's got a decent build. Looks like he's balding a little bit, but you know that's yeah. Fine. And he's got this weird. His hair is the way he's balding. It's like he's you know what I mean. It's yeah. like it's zipping inwards. Um, like a weird widow's peak thing, but yeah. he's balding, so it's not really working. Um. So what is? Do you think? I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> like he's he was an exotic dancer to get his way through law school. He's just you know he does it for fun. Why would you put that as occupation if law student is there? That would have been fine. But I don't not think... saying there's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with being an exotic dancer. I just don't quite get why you put it on your bachelorette right form. And I don't think that. So he says he's a law student slash exotic dancer, uh-huh. but his greatest accomplishment is graduating, graduating from, from law school. So he's not a law student. That's right. He's graduated. So he's just an, an exotic, exotic dancer. dancer. That's I what we... think that's what that means. I don't. I think that he's not a lawyer. I think that he's an exotic he's dancer. He's a private dancer. Yes. Dancing for money. <laughs> do what he wants you to do. Um, so you could have lunch with one person. Who would it be? Himself, 20 years from now. Does he want to see if he gets out of exotic dancing? Is I don't know. All-time favorite movies. Wolf of Wall Street. He's another one like that. Mystic, Mystic River. River. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Sel- Selma. Holy shit. <laughs> like, you want to talk about... I mean... He, he's a law student. He was a law student. He could be in on, like, you know... You know, he could be a civil rights lawyer. 
yeah. could really, really just appreciate the struggle. But for some reason, I don't think Josh really appreciates the struggle. No. Um, mm. And this is that, that might be the most damning thing we've said about <laughs> anyone today. This law student thing, I'm, I'm still caught up on it. But let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. See you, Josh. Who's next? Joshua. Joshua. Um, Joshua um, might be uh, the worst. Yeah, well, he looks really similar um, to Matthew Lillard. He could be Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. He's an industrial welder from Kuna, Idaho. And his favorite all-time movies are Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, and The Hangover. What does that say about you? Again, I think those are three good movies. Um, but, like, is that what you're putting on your bachelorette form? I think it's two good movies and a fine movie. You think Dumb and Dumber's fine? That's eh, fine. It's fine? That's yeah. where you're going with that? And it says that he's dumb. He's not... Those are those are bro movies. Right? Yes, this guy. Yeah, is yeah, a bro. yeah. That's what we're. That's exactly the point I'm trying to make. It's super broy. He, uh, if he could be any superhero, which one would you want to be? The Invisible Man, which I don't think is a superhero. No, no. Um, what guy? And this is where he just, you know, he he's like, oh, you see, you know what I'm think you think you know what I'm gonna say, but I say something different. What guy wouldn't want to be in a room full of women? To listen to them talk and try to understand them better. Ha <laughs> ha. No, that's not what you meant, Joshua. We know what you meant. And it's okay to say that. Just say it if you mean it. Yep. If you could have lunch with one person, it'd be Tom Hanks. Huh. Tom Hanks is a good actor. Yeah, that's fine. Again. Interesting dude. Interesting guy. Yeah. He's got nine tattoos. Uh, that doesn't say anything about him, but he, again, the discrepancies of the tattoo question rears its ugly head. Um, he's from a small town in Idaho. How, how big is Kuna? 15,000? And that's after nearly tripling in, since, in between the 2000 and 2010 census. Wow. Yeah. Big ups for Kuna. Yeah. Justin. Let's go to Justin. Okay. All, the only notes I have on Justin should be gone the first night. He's Our, a fitness trainer and there's nothing interesting about him whatsoever. No, he's boring. Yeah, he has the most, he's got the double-breasted shirt. Uh, don't really like his hair. Nothing interesting to say about Justin. Yeah. My only note for Justin is an 8, and I don't know why I wrote that. An 8? Like the number? Yeah. Huh. Let's go to... Oh, he looks like he's 8. That's what it is. Oh, he looks, he like, looks he's like he's 8. Yeah, he's got a kid kid face. Alright, um, the next the next dude on the list, um, not exactly sure how to pronounce his name, so it could be Koopa or Kuppa. I'm assuming it's Koopa. I would think so, yeah. Um, but I just want to get that out there. K-U-P-A-H. He's 32. He's an entrepreneur from Boston. Musical artist, though. Eminem, DMX, and David Guetta. Let me tell you, you know, uh, we had a friend uh, in high school. Uh, we argued that all the great pop songs were about, um, were about love, right? And he said, that's not true. He said the best pop songs today are about tearing it up. In the club. And I think Koopa's, mu- Koopa's musical tastes reflect that. What do, you, what do you make of this? Who do you admire most in the world? My mother. Perfect answer. Mm-hmm. Single parent, lack of resources and education. Of course. 
uh, we all understand the plight of the single parent. She raised two awesome, law-abiding citizens. There's some things to unpack. That, yeah, yeah, that's there are levels to that. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of um, an indictment, perhaps, of poverty-stricken communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Which is such a vague title. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably sold, uh, you know, was in one of those uh, energy drink scams in college where, like, he sold a bunch of energy drinks for a big company. I like that he reps Boston hard, though, because if he could have lunch with one person, it would be Mark Wahlberg. You got anything else on Koopa? Uh, no. I like his shirt. I like his shirt. Yeah, I like his shirt, too. Nice shirt. Nice, soft nice, pink. Yeah, soft pink. So you want to move on to Ryan B., I hate Ryan. B. You know what I have written down for Ryan B. What do you have written down? An exact for Ryan quote B. from his uh, from his bio because it says, "If you could be someone else for just one day, who would it be?" This is exactly what Ryan B. says. Seth MacFarlane, so talented. He kind of looks like Seth MacFarlane. A little like bit a skinny Seth. Like, MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Box box head Seth MacFarlane. Um, he's a realtor from Wellington, Florida. He's thirty two. Oh, my God. Ugh. So, yeah, Seth MacFarlane is your, the one person you want to be for a day. That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, sure, he's got kind of an okay singing voice, but that's, like, his only redeeming quality. And he writes some funny jokes sometimes. But a lot of the times, they're not funny, and they're just racist or sexist. Like 90% of the time. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the time, like 90% of the time. Um, and what's his most embarrassing moment? Meant to send a pic to my girlfriend and accidentally tweeted it. Well, his dick is on the internet. Yeah. And it's not... It, if we, we could do some research, it's sitting out there somewhere. So, um, if anyone finds Ryan B. attractive and wants to see his dick, I am sure you can find it. How does that happen? Accidentally... Because it happens a lot. Yeah. How do people do that? I don't know. I... I have not come across a platform where it seems like I'm DMing someone, but I'm actually tweeting. Yeah, but here he said, um, well, he said send. Yeah. So. But you couldn't text that? That's what I mean. If you're going to DM someone a picture. Couldn't email it? Yeah, like, you know, any 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 platform is better than Twitter. Don't mess with an accidental public platform. Right. At all. You should take a Polaroid and then mail it. <laughs> Okay. So Ryan M. So Ryan M. is a junkyard specialist. That is his uh, job, and I think that junkyard specialist is not an actual job title. That's the name of his bluegrass band. (laughs) Yeah. He's a junkyard specialist who's 28 from Kansas City, Missouri. Um... I like his fear of his first day, his date fear. Okay, I had questions about this. The person being terrible is a solid fear. What does that mean? That's why, that's the beauty of the answer. <laughs> like, because we can interpret it as like, oh, she's just racist. Or, oh, she's mean to the wait staff. Well, now, it could, you could go the other way and be like, oh, she's ugly. Maybe that's <laughs> what he means by that. But I like the vagueness of it as an answer. Ugh. Uh, I don't. What else did I have for him? Wolverine. Yeah, another stupid superhero answer. His he'd be one superhero. He would be Wolverine. He's awesome looking, ripped, has attitude, and doesn't take any crap. Fine, fine. 
Moving on. Ryan uh, M. won't last long. Yeah, Ryan M. will not last long. Sean B., very deep v-neck. Yep. Um, I hated, he's a personal trainer from Windsor Looks, Connecticut. I hated his answer for favorite musical artists because he puts Jason Aldean and Blake Shelton, fine country artist, um, and then, and obviously, One Direction. That's not cute. It's not funny. You obviously, obviously don't like One Direction. Put a third country artist that you like, or if you genuinely like One Direction, don't give us this crap. Just say One Direction. Uh, he's not from the South, but he's that sort of good old country boy. From Connecticut. Bullshit that gets fetishized in country music. And Now, I'll tell you, I have a really... he His superhero answer might be the worst superhero answer, right? If you could be any superhero, which one would you be? The Hulk. My two-year-old nephew is obsessed with the Hulk. I would love to surprise visit him and yell, Hulk smash. When you are the Hulk, you have no control. Do not go to your nephew's house when you are the Hulk. Like, if you want to be Bruce Banner and go say hey to your nephew, that's fine. But you don't need to be the Hulk and be around a two-year-old. Hulk could smash. Then he's got an even shittier answer for if you could be someone else for just one day, who would it be? My dog. I would love to know what goes on in his head and how crazy he thinks I am. Not to mention, he is the most spoiled dog I know. Your dog is not a person, Sean B. It's not a person. Your dog oh, wakes up uh, at what time? <laughs> Nine o'clock. Even every on the day, weekends. even on the weekends. Your dog is not a person, Sean. Jesus. I hated that answer. Dog doesn't even know what day it is, Sean. Let's move on from Sean B because we gotta talk about Sean E. We gotta oh, talk God. about Sean E. Sean E is 31 years old from Ontario, Canada, and he is an amateur <laughs> sex coach. <laughs> what does that mean? What's so crazy about this is sex coach. The phrase sex coach <laughs> would have less questions than amateur sex coach. Because that implies yeah. that there is some license that you have to get to become a well, sex coach. Well, is he an amateur sex coach? Or, or is, is he, he a coach, amateur coach for, for amateurs? amateurs? See, I feel like... God, that's a good question. He obviously worded it this way. He just could, maybe, maybe just might not know how English works, but... That's his occupation, yeah. though. How is his occupation being an amateur? I don't know. I, I think you're probably right. I think he means coaching sex for amateurs. But I don't think... What's the opposite of... Like, what's the alternative? I guess you'd be a sex trainer, then. Like, if you've had experience, you'd be, like, conditioning them. So, but would you be, like, training sex workers? No, I think this is, like, for couples that just can't get intimate or don't know how to get intimate. God. Like, maybe they've done it a few times, and now he's coaching them on how to do it well. Mm-hmm. But anyone who thinks they could teach someone else how to do that well, like, and charge for it, <laughs> I feel like is terrible. Oh, okay, well, let's go to describe your idea of the ultimate date. Something very exciting during daylight hours, something that required us to be strong together. Skydiving. Etc. Followed by a romantic dinner, maybe a bonfire on a beach, swimming in the ocean, or hot tub or bath together. Okay, first of all, that's just the bachelor dates. Oh, uh, yeah. And then embracing and loving until sunrise. So, um, I have a question. Yeah. What, didn't 50 say, you know, you know, the sin about making love? Talking about sex, this ain't making love. 
then why are you not an amateur lovemaking coach? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like... If you couldn't say, bang until sunrise... In your, in your, in your bachelorette... In that you, answer. After you, after you drop that knowledge bomb that you're an amateur <laughs> sex coach in the first... It's the second thing you wrote on the page. Third thing besides your name. Um, and you know, just to solidify our, our distaste for Sean E., if you could be any superhero, which one would you be? Superman. Because you can't change what you already are. Colon, close parentheses. The smiley yeah, face emoji. Smiley face Well, emoji. not emoji. Emoticon. Emoticon, that's right. <sighs> and he's wearing a little, like, tiki necklace thing. He's wearing a tiki necklace, which I'm sure, you know, helps him get off. Um, and he looks like, kind of like a hunky uh, Colin Mockery. Like, if okay. Ryan and Colin from Who's Line had a baby and was kind of hunky, this is what he'd look like. He's a Who's Line character. Like, they did a Who's Line skit, and that child was born somewhere, and he's here on The Bachelor. Ed. Okay, so... Moving on from Sean. Let's go to Sean. Let's go to, to Tanner. Tanner. Uh, the only thing I have written down for Tanner is I like his shirt. Uh, do I have anything down for Tanner? He's another country guy. Uh, I have boring. Yeah. You want to skip Tanner? Yeah, I'll skip Tanner. Let's go to Tony. Tony's 35 from St. Louis, and he's a healer. <laughs> now, yeah, he is. I'll tell you, you know, when one of our favorite reality shows of last summer, Tiny House Hunters, was that was in Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas break, not even summer break. Uh, we had a healer on that show. We did have and a healer. And she on was show. excellent. She was an excellent, excellent watch on reality TV, and I think Tony will be too, because he's a healer. His favorite movies are pretty strong, Into the Wild, Beetlejuice, and A Christmas Story. Those are all three good movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are, the thing about those is they're like, they don't make me question anything about him. It's like, oh yeah, three good movies. Uh, If you could be any superhero, which one would you be? Tony Stark slash Iron Man? He's honest. It's because he has money. Yeah. Hella rich. Hella rich. Uh, get that Skrilla. Besides that, he's boring. Uh, the healer is the only thing that makes him interesting. That is the only color shirt he has. Is that now? Have you done research on no, this? No, no, no. Or are you betting on that? I'm, uh, I'm predicting that. I'm okay. No, that's the only color shirt he has, and he didn't even iron it. <laughs> you can tell. Um, I like that shirt, though. It's it's a it's fine nice. shirt. Fine shirt. Yeah. Huh. Well, we did it. That's it. Yeah, that's we it. We made it through all of it. Unless you want to talk about Chris Harrison. Well, you know, we both love Chris Harrison. Um, he's writing a book. Yeah. He's the best host on reality TV. Best host, maybe, on TV. I'm looking forward to this season because I want to see how this dual bachelorette thing plays out. Probably not well. So, what you know, with what you know from all the guys, who's going to be the bachelorette? Who's going to be the bachelorette? Yes. Uh, I think probably Brit. You think Brit? Yeah. Okay, go on. Because they only get one night, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And we Brit makes a strong first impression. But what if you've watched The Bachelor? Yeah, and I know some of them have. 
And so, I mean, Caitlyn's cool. Caitlyn is obviously the right choice. Yeah. Sorry, Britt. I don't want to like seem like I'm just. But you don't shower, so hating on Britt. But she doesn't shower. She was kind of shady. Yeah. Um, you know, she didn't want to be in Iowa. You know, she didn't want to be in Iowa. Pretended that she wanted to be in Iowa. You know, Caitlyn's cool and like dope and pretty and. If Britt is the bachelorette, Caitlin should call me. Um, <laughs> like we don't even, like, we can just go get some coffee or something. Uh, but I think it's going to be Caitlin, just because that personality is irresistible. I have a big crush on Caitlin. I, I can tell. Yeah. She is 100% certain that this is the way she is going to find her husband and wants everyone to share this once in a lifetime ride with her. Well, I'll tell you. Um, it sounds like she really trusts the process of the Bachelorette, and I once said the phrase that trusting the process of the Bachelor and Bachelorette is like trusting a three-legged kitten with your LASIK surgery. Um, so yeah, Bachelorette gets started Monday, so hopefully you'll have listened to this by the start of the show. Um, we'll have stuff up, stuff up on the site, it's going to be fun, and then you know, right around the corner, Bachelor in Paradise. So we've got a busy, busy batch-filled summer. And Tiny House Hunters is coming back. And Tiny House Hunters is coming back. I have, uh, the producers tweeted me a few months ago letting me know that Tiny House Hunters will be back. And you know what else is coming back in July? Dating Naked. Oh, God. So, yeah, we got Dating Naked coming back, too. So it's going to be a fun summer of reality TV. All right. I guess that's all we got. That's all I've got. Well, this has been a, it's been a lot of fun. I actually do. I, I, I said I, I genuinely do look forward to, uh, when, when this list came out on Monday, I was looking forward to breaking it down with you. Uh, sending text to all the gang and talking about you know who we like and making fun of people and uh, it really is one of my favorite 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 days of the year uh, when the batch batch cast comes out so it's been a lot of fun I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it um, hit us up at the desert island on Twitter with your thoughts on the cast uh, who you like who you don't like who's gonna be the bachelorette so I'm Mitchell Cahaley and I'm Sean Reddy uh, thanks for listening guys. Roses really smell like